Hello there, this is part two of Ready to Unload with Callens and Pete, episode number 3.43. Uh, part two, we got into a little Green Bay Packers and Giants game, but then we were distracted by Randall Cobb and Randall Tex Cobb, and that led us to Dan Fogelberg, uh, let's see, Michael McDonald, Christopher Cross, and then of course into a huge discussion of foods for Thanksgiving. So check this out, part two, and also go to our website, www.rtusports.com, and check out our sponsor, Blue Haven NYC. Go to bluehavennyc.com uh, for details. Check them out. They're awesome. We're doing a live remote from there on Tuesday, December the 4th. They are down on Houston and Thompson Street, so on that Tuesday night, you can come down and see us. Okay, here it is, part two, ready to unload with Count and Pete, 3.43. Thanks. Okay. I have a block. Now, uh, uh, then we'll go to the fun load. Giants and Green Bay on Sunday night. Oh, this is a delicious game. This is fantastic. Giants off a bye. Green Bay off uh, a close game. They've won five in a row. Yeah, they've won five in a row. Obviously, you know, Rodgers has sort of found the offense or whatever. Uh, Randall Tex Cobb has emerged. How is that? Can we just say that? Can we just call him Tex Cobb? Yeah. Anybody named Cobb, I think, is automatically Tex. Yeah. Just as anybody named Jake is Jake the Snake. Not Jake and the Fat Man? No. Always Jake the, Jake the Snake Plumber. Yes. True. Jake the... Uh, no? Stabler? Kenny... He was the Snake. He was the Snake. Jake the Snake Roberts? Wrestler? He was. He was the Snake. He was Jake. Jake the Snake Westbrook? Maybe not. Nobody's ever called him that. Sorry, man. I I might have gone too far. If Jake Westbrook was listening right now, he'd be like, nobody. (laughs) That's not my name. I wish somebody would call me Jake the Snake. (laughs) I've been uh, called... Father Jake the Snake Flaherty. (laughs) (laughs) That's one you don't hear. Father Jake is not usually Jake the Snake. That's, That's one you don't get a lot. Tex Cobb. Randall Tex Cobb. Yes. Uh, the the I think the this game this giant game is uh, wasn't that his name? That it was his name. Yeah, it was Randall Tex Cobb. Right, and that's the football player's name too. I'm not sure his name's Randall. I may be making that part up. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> um, can we go to the uh, to the tape on that one? It absolutely, <laughs> absolutely is Randall Cobb. Yeah, so he's got to be Randall Tex Cobb, obviously. Uh, he's Randall LaDonald Cobb. Oh, well, that was my next guess. For the boxer and actor, see Randall Tex Cobb. I believe Randall Tex Cobb's real name was Randall LaDonald Cobb. I might the, have bo- the boxer and actor. I might have him confused. Right. PJ, if I say Randall Tex Cobb, you tell me what movie you think of immediately. Raising Go. Arizona. See, that's not what I would have said. That's fantastic. What would you have said? I don't know. I didn't have an answer there. <laughs> Come on. That's, that's why I asked you. Randall Tex Cobb. Yes, I, I know he's in there. I'm not a huge fan of that movie. No air passes through his nasal passages. What else is what? Randall Tex Cobb in? Well, he was in Ace Ventura. What tracker? Ace Ventura, right? I'm thinking, of, wasn't he in like a Longest Yard or something like that? He was in Moonlighting. Yeah, you play football players, sure. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking of him as a football player. Maybe Smoking the Bandit? 
No? Fletch? I'm surprised. His picture on IMDb, by the way, he looks great. Like, it's like a really, like, handsome picture of him with a captain hat on. Like a glamour shot? It's an inexplicable Captain and Tennille captain hat he's wearing. (laughs) It might have been his audition from the Captain and Tennille TV movie. I gotta be honest, he looks like a village person. He looks like a really scary village person. His guilty pleasure might be 70s soft rock. (laughs) He might be kicked back with a little seals and crofts. Summer breeze. <laughs> uh, a little. Uh, what's oh gosh? What's the name of that song? Shoot, I just liked. A little muskrat love. Uh, not Bogey and Bacall. Uh, shoot, what's the name of that song? Dan Fogelberg. Key Largo. Key Largo. How does Key Largo go again? We had, had it, all? it all. No, 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 not just that. Like Bogey and Bacall. Don't put that in my head. It's a different song. Starring in our own <laughs> Sailing away to Key Largo. He's, He's looking, looking at, at you, kid. kid. He's looking at you, kid. See, now, if you're in the diner on the Wednesday night, and that comes on at 4 a.m., the whole table probably starts singing. Yeah, oh, no doubt. That's not the song I'm thinking of. What's though? the other song, though? From the 70s? Yes. The other uh, song. <laughs> the other one? All that keeps coming up in my head is Baker Street. It's not Baker Street, obviously, which is a tremendous song. Um, oh, shoot, I can't. It'll come to me. All right. Come on. Reminis- come reminiscing? On. Oh, no, but that's good, though. Walking through the park and reminiscing. We've, we've sung that song on this show before. <laughs> yeah. Hurry, don't be late. Wow. Well, we'll go dancing through the night. <laughs> Where are those guys? Where are those guys that sung those songs? Who was that? Oh, I have no idea. We we have discussed this on the show. That's not like the like. Oh, who, uh, who did reminiscent? I'm not sure who did reminiscent. <laughs> reminiscent. Reminiscent. Like, like the. Night, it was late. I was walking you home after. Oh, there it goes. And I was dreaming of tonight. Did you know that uh, Baker Street, you know, Jerry Rafferty, mm-hmm. you know that he was in a band with Billy Connolly, the comedian? No. For real? Yeah, and they went they went their separate ways before they both, uh, you know, did their main thing. Jerry Baker did not approve of the uh, the Scottish comedy act that Billy Connolly <laughs> is uh, trying to infuse into the music. Little River Billy Band, an accomplished string instrument player. He can play banjo. He jams with Steve Martin now. Wow. I feel like Billy Connolly and Craig Ferguson would have a lot in common. <laughs> they could go be Scottish together. <laughs> okay, it was... It must Lee... be a niche. This <laughs> is a little niche yeah. It was leader of the band. <laughs> Dan I love Oldberg. that song. Old Lang Syne. Leader? That's same, old, same old Lang Syne? That's old Lang... Is that the same song? Yeah. No, no, no. Leader of the band is about is about the dad. Same old Lang Syne is about him and an old ex-girlfriend getting drunk in a car. And for some reason, it gets played a lot at Christmas. Because it's same old Lang Syne. Because they say the words, yes. That's right. Raise a toast to happiness. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But how does leader of the band go? Really? Yes. It's slower. Come on. <laughs> Thanks. 
Like Coyotes those lives were different before they heard another call. That's One it. One went to Chicago oh, and the other two oh, stayed home. That's a lot of damn Colorado over. when I'm not in some hotel. Somebody knows all the words. Living out this life I know. Don't know who I think I... And how's the chorus go? Leader of the band is tired and his eyes are growing old, but his blood runs through my instrument and his song is in my soul. My life has been a poor okay, attempt okay, okay, to imitate okay, the man. Stop, I am okay, living like people leader stop. of the band. I love you, Dad. I gotta go, guys. Apparently, PJ's dad is Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go, guys. Oh, Papa. I had Cranberries that. I just <laughs> get the sweet potatoes, Mo. <laughs> How does that song get in in one's head? Wow. But wait, no, wait. We have to go back. Why did you even think of that song? You, we were talking about Randall Tex Cobb loving soft seventies rock. Because <laughs> that, that, and that's the song that immediately came into my head was leader, leader of, the band. of the band. But what you was coming, like Fogelberg, sure. Was what was humming along was Baker Street. And then you guys went off into the, the Jerry Connolly, Jerry Connolly, the uh, <laughs> Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly, Jerry Jerry O'Connell, who was the fat <laughs> in Stand by Me, and <laughs> and we've come full circle in some small way. You know, Dan Fogelberg's uh, greatest hits album, off rock as it is, is is a great, great album. No, I refuse. I refuse that. Yeah. I know. I, I, I rebuke what you're saying. It's hard to go there, some people, it is. I understand what you, that. What you wouldn't refuse is Christopher Cross's Greatest Hits album. I think you I would. know for a fact you wouldn't. That guy is a genius. Are you kidding? If you think for a second. <laughs> Let's be honest about Christopher Cross. No doubt about it, bro. No doubt about it. Let's be honest, okay? If you don't appreciate Christopher Cross, then you're nuts. Is that right, bro? Christopher Cross. I don't know what you're doing. Is that right? Christopher Cross. Is that right, bro? Christopher Cross. Chris. When did you get caught between the moons over my hammy? I defy <laughs> anybody to say they did not sing that in Denny's drunk at 5 o'clock in the morning. Who's with me? <laughs> I've never been to a Denny's. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, please. You had a gold card at Denny's. You have, like, a black card at Denny's. You have, you have you have the lifetime like the black card in air up there over uh, the the what do you call it the Clooney movie there. I well, I had my I had my own special order at Denny's. <laughs> you had the PJ. They know it was called the High Cal Local. Nice. What goes go in the High Cal Local? I used to go in. I used to order uh, the garden salad and the banana split <laughs> <laughs> together. Together. One bowl. Just put it all in one bowl. Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> oh, two separate bowls. Come on. Come on. Wouldn't I'll it be civilized. Come on. Yeah, I'm the... Now I'm I've not. gone too far. <laughs> and and people would sit there and just look at me like, what? why did you get a salad? That's, I love salad. Let me get the high-cal, low-cal. Wouldn't <laughs> it be great if when you told the, the 61-year-old waitress named uh, Florence... Why uh, are they all named Florence? Because they have to be. Let's move on. She was uh, mustachioed, and her name was Sue. Right. When you told Sue what your order was, and she refused to bring it to you, because, <laughs> because it's no good. No, I'm not going to do that. I, I will not bring you 
a huge garden salad and a banana split. I won't do it. I can't. No, she was cool. She would do things like offer me whipped cream on both. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. When you get caught between the moons over Miami. And and just the waitress just looking at me, like glaring at me. Like, really? It's 4.30 in the morning and you're drunk. Really? And Christopher Cross had a rocker, too, you know. Oh, I'm sure it was awesome. Quiet man of music, tonight a simpler fate. Oh. That's great. Get him on the phone. Get my dad on the phone. I gotta, I gotta say something. Call my dad. <laughs> I gotta say something. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. I love you, Dan Fogelberg. <laughs> Fogelberg. You don't even call him Dan. You just call him Fogelberg. Dan, you this Fogelberg. Fogelberg. That's right. You, you are always that. the leader of my band. Oh. I'm sorry. You use the word disappointment again. Um, so let's do let's do this. So uh, Giants Packers Cal last thing on that real quick, and then I, I'm dying to do this fun load. And of course we're going uh, over the time we said, and I don't really don't care. Um, keep it tight. Keep, we're gonna tighten it up, boys. We we did 25 minutes on war. <laughs> we still on the air, by the way, because Block Block Talk Radio just sent out this uh, this big bright blue bar across our screen. Oh wow, we are. That says that says block talk is closed. No, I see. It looks what? like we're on the air. Okay, well, we're still recording. I don't know if we're still live. Well, it's, I'm looking at the studio. It says on air in big red letters. Right, and do you see what it says above that? Blog talk radio is closed to celebrate closed. the Thanksgiving holiday. We wish okay. you a safe and happy holiday, and we'll see you right back here on Friday morning at 10 a.m. Okay, I'm well, sure I... it'll all be on on the uh, podcast. No problem. It, yeah. might, it might just be the support. If we needed them for anything, they're not around. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're always there to help. Sort of like my dad. I'm sorry. Fogelberg. Oh, Fogelberg. Let me hold the flashlight just one more time. <laughs> what are you, Jerry Lewis? <laughs> 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 Hey, Dad, sorry, with the flashlight and the holding and the sorry. <laughs> okay. Good time. Base going out night of the year. And you're we're with done. us. There we go. Ride like up. the wind. The Christopher Cross rocker. Oh. Well, tonight. That's intense. There it is. Gonna be wrong. We're gonna fly. Fly like the wind. To be free again. Uh, he's got, you see him do that live, he's got his game face on during that one. Of all the lyric is, I always thought it was the corner of Mexico. Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. That's right, Michael McDonald in there doing his line. I was just about to say, how did Michael McDonald, but that was Michael McDonald in that song. It absolutely was, yeah. SCTV has a brilliant skit on that. Really? Yeah, where I, I think it's Rick Moranis is playing Michael McDonald. And he's just he's just walking around the studio making small talk, and whenever his line comes up, he just saunters up up to the mic. And he, Such a long way to go, and then he walks away. That's it great. It's like hitting on girls. And <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. Excuse me, my line's coming up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, right. <laughs> and I totally what I totally thought it was the corner of Mexico, by the way. That's what it is, isn't it? No, it's the border. It's the corner of Mexico. It's border, isn't it? Border of Mexico, right. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> what is he referring to? A map? <laughs> He's walking on a giant map. <laughs> He's riding like the wind. Da 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 in a huge military map room. And he actually used to walk <laughs> over to the corner of Mexico. But no urgency. He's just sauntering <laughs> over. He's got a long way to go to make it to the corner of Mexico. Such a long way to go. There it is. I think everybody inherently has a good Michael McDonald. Yeah, that's an easy one. It's not, not that it's easy. It's just so much fun to do. That I, you know, those those impressions that are that much fun, everybody like has a pretty good one. Right. You know, because it's just it's a blast. It's a party. Which brings us, of course, to Running Scared. Oh my god! <laughs> a tremendously underrated movie. That's all I'm saying. You know, Billy Crystal. Is in a mo- it's in a holiday movie called Parental Guidance. Yes, and he plays a grandfather. Yes, is it with Bette Midler? Mm-hmm. Who who is the grandmother? Yes, or Barbara Streisand? No, nope, it's Bette Midler. It's Bette Midler. What? Yep. What did the you, hell are you talking about? Did you ever in a million years think you would watch a family holiday movie? Where Billy Crystal and Bette Midler play the grandparents? First of all, I love it. I do. I love it. This is new? Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's coming out in uh, in a couple weeks. Oh, so it's not something that I missed or something. No, basically, uh, the premise is that Marissa Tomei is a single mother, and her her parents, played by Billy Crystal and Bette Midler, have to <laughs> kind of wrangle the so much alike. Have to wrangle the kids. Yes. And they do, or they, or they, and they don't like the way that she's raising them, or something like that. Right, and, and you know, madness of a wild, you know, madcap antics ensue. It is madcap. I'll give you madcap. Yes, it's Bette Midler. Look, but movies, though, for Thanksgiving. One thing I did want to uh, say: before it was a going out night, it was a movie night. So when I was in like when I was like, when I was like a movie or yes, okay. when I was like a freshman in high school, I remember one in particular, but I want to hear what you have to say. Yes, freshman, sophomore, and probably junior year of high school, I went to the movies because they they always released a new movie. Uh, it was a it's a huge release movie night. Like what's the big movie today? Even I bet I bet there's a big release today. Lincoln is already out. It's that Bradley Cooper movie, right? Which was a good book, by the way. I read that book. Silver Linings up, Playbook. Yeah, Silver Linings Playbook. I picked. You read up, the book? I did. I picked it up sort of randomly last year, and uh, and uh, it was really good. And when I heard they were making a movie out of it, I was glad that they picked Bradley Cooper because he's got an idea of Philly because he's from around Philly. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, but it was a big movie night, and I remember going to see. I want to say, oh boy, Scrooged on the night before Thanksgiving. I went to see Scrooge. I want to say, well, whatever year Scrooge came out. What year did Scrooge come out? 89? It's got to be earlier than that, no? 88. Yep, 88. Yep. I, so it was my junior year of high school. Hmm. Big movie night. What were you going to say? What was the uh, uh, night before Thanksgiving movie? I feel like I remember Rocky Four. Ooh, maybe. 
Unless I'm th- unless I'm thinking Rocky Five. Five. You are. So I saw Rocky, Rocky Four was we were young. Yeah, I think we were thirteen. Right. So we I, and I saw Rocky Rocky Four. That was an event movie for a thirteen-year-old Steve. Right. <laughs> Any kid who had a T-shirt that said Italian Stein when he was two—that's a that's a big movie. Those Rocky those Rockies are seminal. Um, Pete, you got a big movie like a night before Thanksgiving movie? Because that was that was a thing too before we like went out and saw people in college. I think. I think I saw JFK. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Did we see JFK? Did I see JFK with you? <laughs> wow. You, I don't think you and so. I? No. <laughs> 91. Did you maybe see it with Scott? Oh, no. It, it came out December 20th. You did not see JFK. Mm. Not on Thanksgiving, at least. You may have seen it on Christmas. What's up? Yeah, maybe I'm relating it to Christmas. Yeah, that was a big... I want to say maybe Wildcats, too. <laughs> Remember Wildcats, Cal? Uh, Goldie Hawn. Such a great movie. Saw that in the theater. Nipsey right. Russell. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. What's up? We're not, they weren't in Wildcats, were they? Are we doing this? Do you really want to do this? Should we do it, or do you want to do it? No, I guess you're right. Wesley Snipes and, and Woody, Woody Harrelson is the first quarterback who Bird replaces. Right. And Wesley Snipes is the running back who uh, has the uh, the girlfriend they get caught having sex when they're babysitting. Why am I only remembering Nipsey Russell from that movie? <laughs> because is there anything else to remember from that movie? Like I don't remember Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, but I remember Nipsey Russell. <laughs> a lot and of Goldie people Hubbard. have a Nipsey Russell, too, like a Michael McDonald. Well, Nipsey has the classic, you know, the, you, you have the classic lines in there. I mean, for our ge- that's that's the Nipsey Russell of our generation. The last of the peanut brittle. Let's make a path for Coach McGrath, and and he does the right. And we should be getting our computers any day now. Nipsey Russell, I love Nipsey Russell. Love is, is that the first football movie that has the scene of the coach standing on the tackling dummies? And then when the when they tackle the dummies <laughs> and push them back, they have this surprised look on their face. I think that was that started it, right? You mean the obligatory coach getting pushed surprised? Right. right. Surprisingly being pushed by the tackle on and the, the tackle. They drop the whistle drops out of their mouth and their <laughs> eyes raise really wide. It's gotta be. Gotta be. I think that's the first one. Could be a first one. I love that movie. Twelve year old Steve loves that movie. Again, I saw that in the theater. Twelve-year-old <laughs> Steve, still yeah, making most of your decisions. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of movies that you saw early in your life that I shouldn't have. I mean, that came out. That came out February fourteenth, nineteen eighty-six. I wasn't even twelve yet. I was eleven. That's how you spend your Valentine's Day. That's Happy Valentine's Day. There's sex, cursing. There's everything in that movie. <laughs> That would be like sending that would Peach, that would be like sending Lily to go see Wildcats tomorrow. No, God. God no. <laughs> but hey, Swoozie Kurtz was in it. I mean we're all we're we're all good. Did you my kids can't oh my take strongly dramatic commercials? Cal, I'm looking at the IMDB page and I never realized this. Do you know who played Bird? 
the main quarterback that she talks into the criminal who she talks into playing for the team and blah blah. And he plays quarterback and they go all the way. Well, I don't remember it. It's Michelady Williamson. I had no idea. That's Michael T. Williamson. Michelady Williamson in this movie. Michael T. Williamson. Right. It's my, that's what I'm saying. Right. Who would later go on to be, uh, what do you call it, Bubba in Forrest Gump. Right. He in was that Bird. Movie, in, in that movie, he's listed as Michelady Williamson. He was Bird. I do not believe it. Lee Vander. Wow. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. We're learning it all. What is the difference in spelling between Micheletti and Michael T? It's the same. It's the same. It was pro- it was always pronounced Michael T. Williamson, but then he changed it to Michael T. Williamson. Right. It's the same pronunciation. Right. Yeah, it's not Micheletti. I don't know what I'm doing there. Joe Micheletti Williamson. Joe Micheletti Williamson. <laughs> See, we just need a podcast and to look at IMDb, and we have fun. Uh, Peach, can we do the food? Can we do the food thing, please? The food load. The lady. I'm sorry. I, I was waiting for just a moment. Sorry, we got into Wildcats there. Yeah, it's good. No, this is this is the tight 115 we were aiming for. Yep. We're only uh, two hours over that. <laughs> it's the sport of kings, better than diamond rings. It plays well though. That's why we're here to sing football. So listen. We have some weird things on the table. You know, there's like traditional, and uh, my grandfather-in-law is a strict traditionalist, uh, and he's not attending this year, so people are going uh, off the reservation with with the menus. Does he show up in like the old pilgrim garb and stuff like that? Like, is he that much of a traditionalist? Does he shoot an Indian? Don't put it past him. Yeah, no, I mean... There's got to be turkey and stuffing and cranberries and everything else on the table will be sneered at. That, and, that's a, and American Indians must be forced to leave. Right. <laughs> he takes the table away from them. That's a deal breaker. <laughs> he's, a, he's a traditionalist. What do you want? He's trying. Him? He's trying to be more progressive, but that's just that's that's too but there, far. I mean, but there's been some crazy, especially in Italian households. There's been some crazy stuff, like Steve said. I mean, how many how many Thanksgivings of yours? Also involved, in addition to turkey, a lasagna. Uh, several. I mean, it was almost, almost the first almost course. Almost everyone, yes. That's the pasta course. Can I tell you what we have? And I think this might be the only part of it that makes it the Italian Thanksgiving. We have a meatball soup. Um, uh, like a wedding soup? Yes, but it's just meatballs. <laughs> no broth? It's bait, no, well, it's yeah, chicken broth. <laughs> But then that's a wedding wet, soup, isn't it? Wet oh, there's meat. no there's no vegetables in it. There's no vegetables. No, okay. No spinach. No no little no. Uh, it's just pasta. Nothing. No no scottol. Essentially, just chicken broth and little meatballs. No scottol. Pa- parmesan cheese. Okay. That's not good. It's very good. I would need that's, a mountain of parmesan cheese there, though. I don't know. It would be an uncomfortable amount. The meatballs are very small. Yeah, they're like the you know, wedding suit meatballs. I get that. Doesn't matter. I need the cheese. I it's 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 uh, an uncomfortable amount. I'd have to put on there. People would be upset. My grandmother used to bring arancinis, little I rice didn't. balls. Oh, okay. Oh, rice balls. Oh, oh. peas in the rice balls or no? 
She had, she had two varieties. She did uh, one with uh, chopped meat sweetened with sliced raisins and pinoli nuts. Oh. And the other one... In uh, sauce? No, no, no. No, oh. she, would, she, would not, she would not do sauce because uh, they wouldn't hold up. Mm. So it was, it was tightly packed, smaller than you probably see at the deli, tightly packed white rice rolled in unseasoned breadcrumbs because all the flavor came from the inside out. And the other one was uh, basic um, cubed mozzarella and uh, pepperoni with some Parmesan cheese. Oh. Right. Gee whiz. Oh, people would line up around the block. I'm not kidding. <laughs> we don't even know these people. And what are these American Indians doing here? <laughs> the uh, What do they know from rice balls? Couple couple dishes that I love. I don't know if you guys get involved with this. My mom, you know, my mom did Thanksgiving for a million years for everybody. And then when my mom moved to Florida, my brother and sister in law sort of uh, sort of took up the mantle and have done a great job. Um, the broccoli and cauliflower, like it's not a casserole; it's like a bake mm-hmm. with like breadcrumbs and that sort of deal. Love that. But I just love the way my mother makes it. Mm. That's one of those like deal breaker mom gotta have it deals. Well, does does your sister in law try to make it or no? She does a nice job with it. She does. And my brother's got a heavy influence there too because he loved it. Oh, okay. So he's like a good taste test for it. Your brother um, loves his vegetables too. There's not much he doesn't love. You know, he's he's for a for a skinny guy, he can eat. That's another reason another reason he's a jerk. The metabolism. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sit there. I mean he's he's a three plate guy at Thanksgiving. And you know, he's like hundred and seventy five pounds. Jerk. <laughs> um with just tying it into sports, I do have a question. How does the food work for you guys with the football there were a number of years where the football sort of went away from me. Because I had to travel or, uh, uh, you know, like a number of years when I was with certain people or whatever, I was not home necessarily with particular girlfriends or whatever. Now I'm always home or at my brother's or whatever. How does the sports work for you? Is it on? Is it is it a background thing? Is it uh, – do you eat while watching? No. It depends on the house. But even if the TV is near or in the room, when main food comes out, the TV has to get muted. The TV gets muted but can stay on. But can stay on. And then when they're clearing plates, then you can turn the volume back up. Right. That's huge. I remember that my, my the house I grew up in, in the dining room, you had to obviously put like three bridge tables for Thanksgiving, you know, and extend it out. And then, of course... The last one would be the kids' table. Like, the end of it would be the quote-unquote kids' table because it would be the furthest away from damaging things. But it would be the one that was in the living room because my, my dining room went into my living room. So, like, you know, you had the, the, the nice-sized dining room table, nice, as my mother would say. You could sit six. You put, the, <laughs> you, put the le- you put the leaf in, we could get eight. And then you had one bridge table, or we used to bring the kitchen table in and then you'd have a and then you'd have a bridge table uh folding table after that that would be where i would sit which would extend into the uh tv uh into the living room i could watch the game i never had a problem with that like i sat at the kids table till i was like 19 <laughs> i was 
like, yeah, I'll Volu- yeah, I'm you volunteered for it. Yeah, that's fine. So because I could mute it and still have the game on. I remember many years though not really caring about the early game, the, 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 game. the Lions game, and then fantasy brought me back to that to to that game. Like having fantasy implications brought me back to that game. Okay. We would have on besides football. We would, if it was on, we would have it's a wonderful life, or perhaps the Laurel and Hardy uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers. Night. That's what I was just going to ask. I had three questions. One, parade. Are you guys parade guys? Will the parade be on in the morning? Absolutely. Especially end to end. Yeah. Like they'll be up early waiting for it. Really? You go cover to cover. Cover to cover, and now with the DVR, you pause it, and you have breakfast. Oh, nice. And then you go back and you watch it. Or sometimes we'll let them eat breakfast and watch it. Okay. Yeah. Second question that was you sort of hit on, Peach. Aside from the football, what movies do you look for on Thanksgiving Day? March of the Wooden Soldiers was always one as a kid that I used to watch in between the parade and football. Right. See, there's an, there's something new now. I don't know if you guys... PJ, you may know. Steve, I'm sure you don't. They do a dog show now. Oh, the dog show? Oh, yeah. are you kidding? You know about the dog show? Have you met my wife? Oh, that's right. So that's new. That's relatively new within the last oh, yeah. five or six years. The dog show wins over the... Over football? Yes. Yeah, because it's on NBC. So it goes parade... Thanksgiving parade, Santa Claus comes, and then the next thing you know, it's the dog show. Yep. John O'Hurley. John O'Hurley. <laughs> PJ knows all about it. He does the uh, the Westminster, right, Peach? I've uh, I've done seven. Yeah. So then, do you not sign off on this one? The national. The national's yeah. very good. Okay. Purina <laughs> sponsors this one. Yeah. And then if you uh, get a little plug in there, Cal. Speaking of plugs, by the way, two weeks we will be live from Blue Haven for our next live remote, just by the way. And also check out BlueHavenNYC.com. wanted to give them a a shout-out. They are sponsoring this episode. And also they did – I don't know if you guys caught this, but they did some really good um, uh, charity work for Sandy. Uh, They went out and helped out in Rockaway – and uh, brought some supplies and stuff like that, doing a really nice job. So check out www.myc or uh, bluehavennyc.com. Uh, great place to watch a game. Great place to go on Friday night. Would have been a great Wednesday night place to go. This would have been a really good place. Night for Thanksgiving place to go. I uh, want to. Do you have another question? No, go ahead. No, I wanted. I wanted to get back to PJ's uh, food question. Does PJ? Do you have a list of items that you'd like to throw out to ask if we've have them on the table? Quite a few. Let's have it. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Okay, lima bean casserole. If I'm mentioning them, it's because they've been on our tables over here. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh, I'm going nay. Cal? What was it again? Lima bean casserole came out. No, uh, green bean casserole I've had. Green bean casserole, absolutely. Uh, Dates wrapped in bacon. No, but pardon me up. Yeah, that's good. That's a good uh, appetizer. Might have to get involved in that. Potato pie. Sweet potato pie? No, no. Straight potato white, pie. White potatoes with breadcrumb and mozzarella cheese. Whoa. Whoa. That's a potato croquette. No, no, wow. no. Wow. It's 10 pounds. 
<laughs> in one dish. It's a full pie. It's a pie. Right, but wow. that's also the ingredients in the croquette. But this is I just understand. wow. That's but wow, that's great. <laughs> I I highly recommend that. <laughs> I uh, a, a dish of lupini beans. Uh, don't even know what they are. Lupini beans, uh, sometimes called wax beans. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. They, 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 you know, the uh, the Italian delis usually sell them in like a really salty brine. No. You just kind of pop them in your mouth. No. no. Still no. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Keep going. Interesting. Still no. Okay. <laughs> Ravioli manicotti. Yes. Yes, I've had that. Not for Thanksgiving. Uh, brie on <laughs> We're talking about Thanksgiving. <laughs> I've had that at Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Ah. As the pasta course, monogoth or stuffed shells or uh, even, uh, you know, uh, rotini or, you know, whatever. Lasagna. A brie, a brie, a wheel of brie in a pastry. No. Man. Where, where have you had Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's same, the same two houses back and forth. Let me ask you a question. Is, is, is your Thanksgiving some sort of, like, reality show culinary challenge? Yes. Like, are they are they bringing people? Are, are, do you guys issue is like we, challenges? Make my Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. Make my Thanksgiving. Wait a minute. Trademark that. We got it. We got another. We got another trademark. Reality show. Make my Thanksgiving. One year, my wife and I made uh, pumpkin ravioli in in a cream sauce, and uh, the old men protested because there was nothing red on the table. They said, "Who has time for that?" You know what's on my hand? Turkey. We, we <laughs> rolled the we, we rolled the ravioli by hand. Your family is losing the make oh, Thanksgiving I, challenge. We have turkey. We have cranberries, sauce. Do you have cranberry sauce or out of the can? Uh, jelly. Okay. Out of the can. But recently, okay, we've introduced some sort of chutney. <laughs> it's like an apple cranberry chutney. I like yeah, the way you. Good. I like the way you're even approaching that. By the way, like the way you introduced I'm, it. I'm trying real hard to to compete here, but that's about that's about it. That's about as. Uh, and the, as and as and the dinner rolls, a big well, basket of dinner rolls. Dinner rolls are fantastic. Well, just in case you have sandwiches later too. The popum, the popum roll, the crescent rolls. Got have the crescent rolls. No, these are more like biscuits. We do both. We do the biscuits and the crescent rolls. Would you? How about strombolis? How about a how about a basket full of strombolis? Have had stromboli, without a doubt. Okay. At Thanksgiving? Was, yes. Yeah. My Pepperoni? dad was famous for making those. Yeah, I, I've had a stromboli. It was, it was bought from a store, but it was it was bought from like Averroni Brothers or something like that, like a really good deli. But it was the big stromboli. Like you need to come to my house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. I don't know if we can fight off the celebrity chefs that are probably there. <laughs> All us, baby. Here's another one. Uh, this was most of the Italians on Staten Island always did this. A big bowl was somewhere in the house, full of mixed nuts in the shell, and a bunch and a bunch of nutcrackers. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that comes that's fruit and nuts after dinner, but before dessert. That was on mm-hmm. my table during the holidays as a staple, though. That like went on. That bowl stays on the table for six weeks. It went on the table like November tenth. Right. And it's there through fresh through uh, New Year's, and it's refreshed right. at all times. Just keep picking. You yep. walk by, you pick. 
but that would also that would not only be for Thanksgiving, that would be for when uh Uncle Mimi and Aunt Dolly came over to play cards on a Friday night, you know. That had to during the holiday season. That had to be filled at all times. Oh, in my house it, it just stayed. It was part of the the decoration for 6 weeks. Hey, we t- yeah, that's right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was on the table at all times, but that was also it served multiple purposes. It wasn't just for It's the centerpiece. It, it was the center it, that's right. It was the centerpiece of the dining room table and we had the same nutcrackers for 114 years. I think they came over on the boat from Italy. Right. You know, with the rest of my family in 1890. Uh it was uh, that was a uh, a given, right? Uh, you know, in front of the china cabin. And then we had a lot of desserts, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the pumpkin pie or pecan pie and that kind of thing. But the other, the other big thing, I don't know how this became a staple, but there was always a bowl of Andy's candy. Always. Yeah. Why? Again, again, <laughs> holiday. That's a holiday classic. Yeah. And the chocolate covered cherries too. Chocolate covered cherries, yep, in the box. Oh sure. Oh, I forgot about. But that. the oh, Andy's. Yeah, that's. <laughs> But Andy's candies, that's a that is oh man, somewhere uh, absolutely. Somewhere my mother is nodding her head furiously. Of course. Of course. I can't believe he finally got <laughs> to does, that. Who doesn't put those out? Nice job, guys. Nice job. <laughs> PJ PJ, would you jump to a turkey sandwich later that night or the next day? Uh we we would have rolls, uh and I would be making a turkey sandwich while I was cleaning up the last table. So after wow. post-dessert, as people were leaving, people getting their coats, some of us are making sandwiches while we're cleaning up and we're eating them. I agree with that. Uh, we don't have them until the next day. Yeah, no, I'm already, I'm in the sandwiches by the night, by the night football game, I'm in the sandwiches. Right, you're just not hungry, but no, no. you're sort of in a, in a mode where you just, you have to keep going. That's, but Steve, that's an excellent point. With the invention of the Thursday, the football, the Thanksgiving night game, you know how much more food we eat? Oh, absolutely. Because now we sit down for the game and we eat all over again. Yep. It's like second Thanksgiving dinner, the night game. Right. About 9 o'clock, I get a little peckish, make a sandwich nice, cold. Put the gravy on cold, nice. Right. And And everybody uh, says they can't believe they're eating again. Right. (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs) I can't Everybody believe needs to, needs to. I can't as they're eating. Can't believe I'm eating this again. I'm, I'm not even hungry. I'm eating again. Can't believe it. We always have. We we play this game by us, um, and we always try to pick. Like we pick it before we go on Thanksgiving. It's been my wife and I, little little thing, and we try to identify who the person is that's going to talk about the trip to fan, because invariably you're sitting at the table, and someone comes up with, oh, I'm feeling sleepy. Like they either joke or. What's that thing that makes you feel sleepy? <laughs> who's got the trip to fame that year? Right, who's who's getting tripped this year? Right, that's awesome. All right, we're about to lose the live feed, which we have still have. So bye. <laughs> and and uh, we, Ooh. you know what? <laughs> break it up. We're breaking this one up. We're break. We yeah, we'll easily be able to break this up though. Right. The name um, of the show is a tight one fifteen. A tight one fifteen. <laughs> Okay, I have two more questions. There we go. <laughs> favorite, favorite Thanksgiving movie. So in other words, favorite, favorite movie about Thanksgiving. Favorite movie that features. There's like 800 movies that feature Thanksgiving. Think about there's that. There's only one favorite. for me then: Plans, Trains, and Automobiles. Correct. That's the correct answer. Okay. The judges would have I, also accepted. Uh, there's uh, what's the? Uh, is it flirting with disaster? That has uh, Thanksgiving in it. 
There's another movie that has Thanksgiving in it. How about there's, a, there's a bunch of movies that have Thanksgiving in it. What about the Cheers Thanksgiving episode? Tremendous. Okay. That's a tremendous call. Wow. It's not, it's not a movie, but... That's the only time you see Vera. Right. And she has a pie in her face, so you can't see her you face. You don't really see her. Nice friends, Norm. Brilliant. Yeah. She get they get into the food fight. That's right. That's what about a, that's, the friends Thanksgiving episode. I was just gonna say that's a whole separate category. So favorite obviously favorite Thanksgiving movie I think across the board would be Plain Strange. Yeah, Sound obviously. Which by the way is a movie I love regardless. One of my favorite movies ever. Um What about the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Oh. Too much peppermint patty in that one. It's weird. It's a weird one, isn't it? It is. It's a little over patty for me. But I was just going to say, new category, because we need, we're over two hours now, uh, is uh, best TV show, then, uh, or favorite Thanksgiving TV show episodes. Besides, well, Friends was a good one. Friends had a number. Uh, Friends had a couple of good ones. There's... Wow. It is... It is the night before Thanksgiving when we're in college. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Should we spend the rest of the evening figuring out who's Joey, who's Chandler, and who's Monica and who in our group? In our group? No. I don't think anybody wants to. No, I, I meant that that would be the conversation we would have. Oh, right. That's... In the diner. In the diner, correct. Drunk. In my <laughs> diner, we'd be talking about diner. That's so meta. <laughs> well, you know, Paul Reiser was from Binghamton. And, you know. That's right. Oh, he went to Binghamton. He's not from Binghamton. Binghamton. Not from Nobody's from Binghamton. Nobody's from Binghamton. <laughs> uh, okay, let's wrap this up. We can wrap this up nicely, okay? Uh, can we? I can, we can. Nicely, though? You you have to pick one food for tomorrow. There's, they're only going to put one thing down tomorrow on the on the, on the the table. Okay, you get one. Your uh, what's it, your safety school, whatever. Your your safety safety choice for your first round draft pick. Your first round draft pick for dinner tomorrow for Thanksgiving. You only get one. Can it be? PJ. Can it be a course or can it be one one no, food? No, one item. Oh boy. That you gotta have tomorrow. That's it. You they're they're putting one thing down on the table. There, <laughs> I say it like you're you're in jail. <laughs> like you're going through the mess hall. <laughs> They're putting one thing down tomorrow in front of you. And then it's off to solitary. So fill that tray up. So fill it up, buddy. Because this is it. This is it. You're eating like you're condemned. Anybody else get that one? You go to the chair. Oh, my mom would say condemned. Oh, no, it was always you're eating like, what are you going to the chair? What are you, starved? You're eating like you're condemned. I had no idea what condemned meant for a hundred years. It's like, what? If, what, if, what? Have I been condemned? <laughs> I'm a brownstone? What? I don't understand. Okay, let's go. Peach, one food. That's it. You get one. What is it? The rice balls. It's a great call. The rice ball call has everything. It's It's homemade. It's unique. I'd say I may grandma. steal that off. <laughs> right, it's your grandma. I'm, it has sentimental value. I may steal that off your plate. No, my grandma. <laughs> Cal, one food. Turkey. That's it. Enough said. 
I, I mean, is that, can I say that? Sure. That's my favorite part of Thanksgiving is the turkey. Think it like Michael McDonald. <laughs> favorite part of Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm ending the show. I'm ending the show. That's it. That's it. My choice doesn't even matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. It, I'm ending no, the show. Can't follow that, and it's wise not to try. Nope. Uh, that's it. That's it. The broccoli casserole. I'll say. <laughs> I got another. I was gonna. I was gonna try to sing it like Dan Fogelberg, but I don't know how that would go. Gobble gobble. <laughs> <laughs> BJ, final unload. Hey, everybody. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. That's it. Cal, final unload. This is my favorite uh, negotiating ploy of the NHL and the uh, Players Association. The Players Association made it very well known that they're willing to negotiate tomorrow on Thanksgiving. But here's the problem. The players are Canadian, so it means nothing to them. The owners are American. It's their holiday. Well played, MHLPA. Well played. And my final unload is I uh, want to just wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and also uh, say a happy Thanksgiving to uh, those of uh, uh, us who can't be home, like our armed forces, uh, troops, people serving abroad who cannot be with their families today. And uh, everybody take a minute and think about how lucky we are to uh, to be around. So... Um, and also, uh, go Jets. <laughs> San Dimas High School football rules. Okay, uh, that's all the time we have for Radio Unload. We will see you guys next week. Thanks very much for Brian Calvi and PJ Gachopo. I'm Steve Sampietro. We're ready to unload. We'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. <laughs>